0: To me it's a symbol that this garden is is made by all of us you know so it's even the most vulnerable of us in our society
1: and and we're all welcomed
0: to it so you know so it's so that's very important to me but this is going to be a communal community garden so people come in and see what needs to get done and when it's time for harvest people that have put the work in will
1: get whatever they feel they need Hi, everybody. This is Melinda with Local Green Half Moon Bay. And today our guest is Evelyn Erickson, the founder of Coastside Friendship Organic Gardens. And she has um, quite an impressive list in her bio. She um, was the founder of the International Funders for Indigenous People. And she's the chair or was the chair of Development Committee for Cultural Survival. She's got a master's degree at Cornell in Teaching and Agricultural Education, and she is Director of Philanthropic Partnerships at The Nature Conservancy. She's also a UC Master Gardener of San Mateo County and San Francisco County. Quite impressive. Um, Did I get all that right, or was there anything? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm curious about uh, your work with The Nature Conservancy. Can you tell us a little bit about that Yes. That's my
0: latest work. It's, it's incredible, incredible work. Um, so my job is to raise funds for this great not-for-profit. Um, June Lankard is an indigenous, the, the indigenous elder that started this uh, 20 years ago. And the whole mission is to empower um, and promote more economic development for indigenous women and youth. And one big way we do that is through the kelp farming. Ooh. So, we're doing, and it's really innovative. It's like the Wild Wild West because not many people are doing the kelp farming in Alaska. Um, so we're getting grants to empower um, several indigenous families and we're, we're growing the program and we're finding the kelp. It's, it, it's still in pilot stage. You know, we, we have a, a kelp nursery um, that's growing the kelp. It's native. Uh, there's ribbon, sugar, and bull kelp. Wow. And there are so many uses for it. Um, we're all, the organization also um, has another project that's trying to raise money to save three million acres of really pristine land. So that's another project that I'm working on. Um, there's actually several other projects part of Native Conservancy, but the whole the whole program is to help indigenous sovereignty. Uh, food sovereignty, food security um, for Indigenous peoples in Alaska, but also create a model for um, Indigenous peoples and even uh, other people around the world.
1: That's amazing! What a powerful thing to do! And also, as co as founder of the International Funders for Indigenous Peoples, it sounds like you helped um, raise hundreds of millions of dollars for people yeah. around the world. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah, it was it
0: was fifteen years of hard work. Uh-huh. Um, but but really, I it was such a privilege and honored, and, and very blessed to do it. Um, it was a membership of fifty foundations that supported Indigenous communities globally. So I organized conferences, webinars, publications, basically, you know, helping to bring more money directly on the ground to local Indigenous communities globally. Um, so it it was very satisfying. Um, Fifteen years, yes.
1: That's amazing. And it, you have quite a, a great background here to start and found a community garden such as CFOG, yeah. which stands for uh, Coastside Friendship Organic Garden. Um, is it okay if I refer to it as CFOG throughout the... Yes. Okay, yes. good. Yes. All fine. right. Um, and the background with Indigenous people too. Um, there's so much that we can learn from Indigenous people about how to take care of the planet and the environment around us and how to sustain ourselves for long term. So um, anyway, as far as the garden goes, um, I'm really excited that we have the start of this garden um, in Half Moon Bay. So can you tell us what um, it's about and what your intention is with it?
0: Yes, so uh, let me let me first start with, um, I can't really take full credit for Seafog um, because it was uh, um, the city council member, Debbie Ruddock, that tapped my my shoulder and said, hey, Evelyn, I want you to be involved in the city. I want you to become um, a Parks and Recreation Commissioner, and I would love for you to spearhead the first ever community garden in Half Moon Bay. Will you do it? Whoa, and wow. I was like, wow, yes, I'm up for that. Um, so it was, uh, it was, it's been a, a year and a half uh-huh. now since I said yes, and I got right on it. I organized um, three meetings. Um, the city council had three open meetings. Anybody could speak. I organized speakers to come. Um, actually, one of them was the founder of the Pacifica Community Gardens, and she spoke about how she started and, and how successful they are with almost nothing. Oh, um, okay. yeah. And, cool. and then I also had Janice Moody, who's a, a, a local master gardener, come in too. Joe Lee, also a master gardener. Both of these individuals have lived in Moon Bay for, for their whole lives, decades and decades, maybe over 50 years. Fantastic. Um, and so, so I basically organized this and, and, and made it clear to the city council that we want a community garden to be a priority. And I'm just so pleased that they actually did do that. They made it a priority. And also we made it a priority for the Parks and Recreation Commission. Ah. So because it it became a priority and uh, I've been working with the city to find some land. Now there are many different um, parcels of land that they want to give us, uh, but we've been trying to um, focus on the Johnston House there's a one third acre there, and there's another five acres that I would love the community garden to get um, in the near, near future. Uh, but there's also a, one acre in Seymour, and there's a couple uh, of acres by 92. Um, I also should mention that um, a couple of churches have have come up to me and said, hey, we have a few acres, we would love a community garden. Oh so I feel God. like, That's yeah, so I feel way. like there's a movement, there's a swell of support um, that, you know, people want to have organic fresh food um
1: and community engagement you know the community gardening has so many benefits this is fantastic i didn't know you had access to all this land this is wonderful and um how do you plan on um uh i guess growing the crops is it in a regenerative philosophy or is a different style Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, Regenerative. Um, We definitely plan to use um, composting is a big thing. Actually, we received 20,000 from the Office of Sustainability. And it was all around how we're going to be doing composting and workshops, and, you know, maybe even giving some compost back to the city to to the community members. Um, I had a conversation with the city manager deputy city, city manager at the Parks and Recreation Commission and we're talking to them about working together maybe because they have lots of events and maybe w- when they compost they'll give it to us and we can make the compost and give it back to the community so compost is is, is like really 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 important for your soil it makes yeah. it a lot come alive the worms the microbes um it's it's a really good practice that anyone could do at home you know, worm compost in or just a regular compost. I should also mention the Office of Sustainability. If you take one of their workshops, which are free, they will give you a free, either a free worm bin or free compost bin. So, you know, it, it doesn't even have to cost anything to get started. Wow,
1: there's a lot of wonderful services out there that we can learn a lot about how to do this and how to take care of our own backyards and gardens too, it sounds like, this is, this is wonderful. What a great opportunity. Um, so who else runs coastside um friendship organic garden and um well before i ask that i wanted to just mention that um it didn't actually get started quite yet right
0: yes we were actually planning to launch earth day in 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 cooperation with the earth day city events we were working with them um i mean we were gonna we were we got a band we had uh food trucks i mean everything Um, but then COVID hit, yeah. and once COVID hit, we had to call it off, um, but you know, we, we, what we're talking about now is doing a socially distant opening, so we're, we're still open with just six feet apart with masks and everything, and we're talking about the spring, this spring. That's this spring.
1: perfect, because people are doing a lot of outdoor things now anyway exactly. with masks or even without masks if they're separated far enough, so yeah, that's great. I'd love to see that get started. I actually want to get involved in it. So that's amazing.
0: And we're we're getting um, lots of local groups involved. You know, I've talked to Coastside Hope. I've talked to um, Alas and I've talked to Abundant Grace. Um, We're planning to get Boys and Girls Club, the Boy and Girl Scouts, um, the um, Families Taking Action. They're a new group that really wants to support us when it comes to social justice and food security and food sovereignty. They're, I don't know if you've heard of them, they're wonderful. No,
1: but, I haven't um, heard of them yet, no, interesting.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, they have a subcommittee called Allyship and racial, um, racial Injustice, like trying to make change in the community, and, and actually I'm working with them um, to do a, a discussion with two Ohlone um, speakers That because the people that were here, or the ohlone yeah that uh, so, would be amazing. so they're gonna be talking about it it's gonna be october 14th
1: at eight o'clock oh soon. cool no that would that'd be so cool to hear about it like what they learned about how their tribes lived here and how they ate exactly. and how they how they actually did their uh, planting and maybe they didn't but maybe they moved around and harvested yeah be cool. exactly to yeah.
0: And, yeah and and also um what are you know what are they do, doing now for instance, right. one of them is running um, a program at Indian Canyon, which is in Hollister. And she, schools come there and, and they do an education. And they also have um, ceremonies there that Native peoples all over the world go to yearly to do. So, you know, what's going on now? And also, what, you know, what is their vision for the future? I think it's also important. So yeah. Absolutely. They're still here. And I think yeah. a lot of people don't realize that the no, I, we're the first peoples. And yeah. they're still here.
1: That's so cool. Yeah, I didn't know that they still existed here. Maybe there are, there are some um, groups of them that are out here still.
0: Well, actually, they don't live in Hatton Bay. Oh, they don't. She.
1: Okay, <laughs> but yeah. they
0: they do live in you know the Bay and Hollister and um, okay. you know, southern area, oh, but that's not great. specifically in Hatton Bay.
1: Not specifically here. Yeah. Um. So then, are the people uh, who's uh, anybody and everybody you're saying can benefit this garden, but also like especially um groups of people um that that actually need that have food insecurity perhaps yeah uh, absolutely that's,
0: that, yes okay. any everybody is welcome and, and actually to make it super inclusive mm-hmm. what we um um are planning to do is work with alas alas is the latino group fun and grace um they're okay. they're the group that's helping um people that experience homelessness so our mm-hmm. our plan is to work with pay these help to pay these two groups to come with our volunteers to build the infrastructure you know the fence and the raised beds to me it's a symbol that this garden is is made by all of us you know so it's even the most vulnerable of us in our society And, and we're all welcomed to it so you know so it's so that's very important to me this is going to, there's many models to do a community garden. And a lot of people, I always ask, I get this question asked because people just assume we're going to do individual beds. Yeah. But this is going to be a communal community garden. So people come in and see what needs to get done. And when it's time for harvest, people that have put the work in will get whatever they feel they need. And, you know, um, Lore, Lore, Lorena from Pacifica Garden, she does a communal type of community garden too. and. Uh-huh she i asked her i said is, do, do you guys ever fight about the harvest is there ever not enough food she says no there's more than enough and actually what they do is half of the food goes to the uh, local food banks okay so our vision is for half of the food h- here to go to the local food gr- banks you know because it wow i don't think we realize how much food there's so much food. For instance, in one third acre, you can grow three thousand pounds of, of fruits and vegetables. Three thousand
1: pounds. That's amazing. Are you so, also planning to put in some orchard trees, some like fruit type trees too? Yes. Yes, we are. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Especially if we get the five acres by
0: the, um, you know, depending on where it is and right. Uh, so absolutely, trees, all kinds of, um, you know, vegetables. I would love to put in, you know, butterfly um, gardens. I would love to put, um, I don't know if you heard it, it's called the Three Sisters. Yeah. Corn, beans, and squash. Yeah. So what I envision is for schools to come and learn about all of this, you know, the different types of of, uh, gardens,
1: all organic. Yeah, all organic, fantastic. So sustainably created and healthy soils created, creating healthy soil in the garden, also sequestering CO2, anything green sequesters CO2. So that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And you know,
0: it's not only about um, supporting our community, our, you know, fellow human beings, which is important. Yeah, but um, just as important is supporting our uh, fellow animals and insects, you know, so the bees, the the butterflies, the hummingbirds, you know, the worms, just all the microbes. So, you know, the birds, just just all of our fellow um, beings that are that we live in this world with, supporting um, all the ecosystems. At the exactly. Time. Yeah. So, so I think it's important to to do the regenerative uh farming in a very holistic way. Mm-hmm. You know, so it benefits everyone because that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. You know? Makes sense. And and as you you mentioned earlier that you saw the movie, um kissing <laughs> the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Kissing the ground. Yeah. Right. And and how the. You know, in the in the in the U.S., they're doing a lot of um, tilling and how that's destroying the earth. Right. So yes, we, we would do no tilling and um, cover crop in and and all of the practices and also with the uh, the kelp farming. You know, the, bring the kelp as part of the a compost.
1: That would be perfect. Yeah. And so, uh, just quick question about kelp farming: Does that also when you Farm kelp in the ocean. i mean since it's a plant. I'm assuming it also sequesters CO2. A huge amount, actually. Twenty. I, I read twenty
0: times more than even the the Amazon. Oh, that's huge! Amazing. Huge. I actually think you know kelp is the future. Um, yeah. There's more protein in kelp than in, in steak. Really? You know? I had <laughs> no idea.
1: Yes. Wow. And,
0: and you could you could make so many things out of kelp. I mean diapers, straws, and all, all kinds of stuff. Wow. So with Native Conservancy, the organization I work for, you know, um, we're planning to do all that. But right now we, we are focusing on doing the organic composting because right now there's just a, a movement of um, people growing their own food organically, which is awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so the kelp really, really helps to make sure, you know, all of the microbes and everything's green and uh, it's healthy and you know, you, you, the soil is healthy and then we're healthy too. That's
1: fantastic. It really feeds the soil. Sounds like. Yes. Fantastic. Wow. Um, yeah, I loved movie kiss the ground. I became, um, I'm a soil advocate now. So I actually am taking coursework to, um, learn about it and do it and then help educate people. Cause I really believe that that is something that will help reverse climate change if we are able to do it. So yeah, that's really cool that you're going to use the permaculture and um, regenerative aspects in the gardens. Um, Absolutely. And then, who else is involved in Sea Fog with you? Oh my God! Yes. Yeah,
0: so we have an army of people involved. I'm happy to say. Uh huh. Um, so we have a board. Um, Joe Lee's is the vice president. Um, Janice Moody is our treasurer. Liza is our secretary. And we have um, two new co chairs, Eric Hollister and Ellen Clark. Okay. Um, who are, they're taking my place
1: okay. as chair.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Because I'm stepping down because I'm moving to Minnesota. Right. Yeah. Um, so we also have, um, um, I, you know, throughout the year and a half, I, I was able to ha- have a couple tables at different events. Some, one of them was a Summer Ends Conference. Um, summer summer ends festival that we had last um, fall Um, I was able to gather um, a few dozen um, emails and contacts people are super excited about it I had a couple of um, gatherings at my house I put it on next door so I had a bunch of people come to my house so so far we have over a hundred people on our um, e-newsletter that we send out so we have a contact list yeah people people are and I get probably emails every week, maybe one or two every week saying, hey, I heard about this great community garden and, you know, sign me up when it gets going. I want to volunteer. I want to get involved. Um, okay. I talked to you okay. the um, the Coastside a Mothers Group. They want to get involved. So it's, Ooh, it's a great thing, especially for, great. you know, children, oh, right? especially if you're homeschooling and especially now, you yeah. know, you want to do something educational for your children. Um, so it's, you know, a lot of the seniors are really excited about it. Um, they want to, you know, do something and get involved. And um, the Latino groups are super excited to have organic food. And, and what what I also see is not just growing the food, but also cooking the food. Our plan to have a little uh, pizza s- uh, s- stove in the middle of the community garden so we can make pizzas and just throw in the, you know, spinach and broccoli and all kinds of, you know, um, oh. stuff. And, um, you know, it, so it's about growing and eating and laughing and sharing and just engaging with each other as a community.
1: That sounds awesome. And bringing all the people in the community together, not just certain yeah. groups. Yeah. It sounds like exactly. oh, very inclusive. Amazing. Yes. What a beautiful vision. Yes. That's so cool. So um, would you mind telling us then how uh, people can get involved? Where do they go to get involved? Is there a phone number or a link or a website you want to share?
0: Yes. Um, so we have a website, um, www.c-fog.org, c-fog.org. Okay. Um, yes, we have a Facebook. You can put in c-fog on our Facebook. Okay. Um, we have a, um, yeah, we have a Twitter too. Um, okay. So there's, there's several ways to get involved. And, and I should also mention you could subscribe on the website for a monthly e-newsletter. Okay. So every month we send out a message saying, "Hey, you know, this is what we're doing. This is where we're at. This is the latest." And also, it has all kinds of like workshops in the in the community, in the in the San Mateo, and really cool like YouTube. You know, for whatever season it is, ways to to garden, ways to compost. Okay. So it, it's just a nice uh, e-newsletter to be part of.
1: Perfect. Okay. So that's a great way to get involved. And so um, if you're, if you're interested and you want to volunteer, you can get in on the newsletter and then through that, then you can volunteer for things. And there's contact information and email, people's email on there that you can talk to. Yes. Yes.
0: And we, we, we are, we have um, committees that we formed. So if you want to get involved in helping with the communications, you could do that. Okay. Or a garden design, you could do that. Or fundraising, which is the fun part, right? That's what okay. I do. That's what you do. Uh, perfect. That's okay. what I do. Yeah. Um, you could do that too. So um, there's always ways you can get
1: involved. Okay, perfect. And um, so when you're, since you're moving out, you already said that the co-chairs are going to take over your position. So they're both going to run it instead of you? Yes,
0: yes. Okay. But I will be, um, they've asked me to help in and, you know, when they have, phone calls and uh, so uh-huh. just to help them, guide them, and so I said I would help them in whatever way
1: I can. Yeah. That sounds awesome. This sounds like an amazing garden or gardens that are starting up in our community. I'm really excited to be involved in it, and I hope lots of people will will join and make it happen. Um, one last question that I always ask my guests is, um, if you can name one to three things that you think our audience can do at home to help live a greener life or help reverse climate change? What do you think they would, could do? What do you recommend? I I think a really simple thing that's, that's um, really important is,
0: um, we have a little bin right by our kitchen sink. Uh And when you're, you know, when you're cooking, you know, your salad or whatever, you're cutting things up um, just throw it in there, but, but, you know, banana um, or uh, the, the eggs, um, the shells, Sure. Yeah. You know you, you could just i mean we 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 fill it up every, like probably sometimes twice a day, it just fills up yeah and we, then we have two bins we have a worm bin, ah. uh, and so I just put it in there, and the worms eat it up and uh so then when it's ready, I just throw it into my garden. I have five raised beds um and my anybody can have a raised bed if you, even if you have like ten by ten feet backyard, you mm-hmm. could put in a couple raised beds mm-hmm. um and then I have another compost thing, and that I that I turn, and um, so so it's pretty easy to. Don't throw away your um, greens.
1: And the greens are a big problem in the landfill because they huge. create a lot of methane and CO2 when they seep out of the ground into the atmosphere. Yeah, so that's a huge. That is a huge one, definitely. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to say about that? For. Um. No,
0: I I guess all I want to say is, you know, um, I think it's important to, to, you know, we're we're here in a very, very short amount of time. And it's important to think about how we want to be remembered. And I think the, I know I personally would like to be remembered to, to doing the best I can for not only our fellow humans, but for all of the animals and for Mother Earth. So just being respectful and, you know, be kind and compassionate and, um, and using regenerative practices is, is, is very important.
1: Yeah, so that we can survive as a human race and leave our land to our children and our yes. grandchildren so that yes. they can live happy, healthy lives. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining me today. It's been so lovely to talk to you. Thank you, I Melinda. I appreciate you spending your time with me. Absolutely, anytime. Okay, take care. Okay, take care.